Hey, welcome back, everyone. We've got a great program for you today as we talk about social media with our very special guest, Rita Zamora. Hey, Rita, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for coming on the program. For those that don't know Rita, Rita is an international speaker and owner of Rita Zamora Connections and Connect90.com, a social media solution for dentists. Since 2007, she and her team have provided social media marketing services, training, and custom monthly management programs for general and specialty dental practices across the U.S. and internationally. She has served as a contributing faculty member on the topic of marketing for the American Dental Association Center for Success Certificate Program. Her advice on managing your online reputation was published in the ADA's Practical Guide to Expert Business Strategies. She has also been published in professional publications such as Dental Economics, The Progressive Dentist, and Progressive Orthodontist Magazines, The Dental Tribune International UK, Dental Town, The Colorado Dental Association Journal, and many, many more. She graduated magna cum laude from the University of Colorado with a bachelor's degree in business and marketing, and her dental experience spans working hands-on in a dental practice and specially marking to one of her favorite positions working as a treatment coordinator and doing case presentations. With over 20 years experience in the business of dentistry, she has a solid understanding of the dental world and most importantly, a special loyalty to the dental profession. She's got a great new book out and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. It's called Get Found, Get Liked, Get Patience. And Rita, I love the title of this book. <laughs> great, I'm glad that you did, uh, that, that you love it. It's actually the second edition so it's new in that it's the second edition all updated. And as you know, social media changes all the time. So we needed to go back and revamp. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I imagine, you know, social media, I'm not the most social media savvy person out there, but as you said, it changes so often. So so there's no doubt you had, a, had an update with that. So let me ask you this. So there's a lot of different social media platforms out there. We've got Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all kinds of stuff, you know, how does a, how does a dentist manage all of that? It seems like a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of different ways. And, you know, I'll certainly suggest what I think are the most important platforms. But I do want to say one thing that I've learned over the years is that if a dentist is managing social media themselves, they're generally going to gravitate towards whichever platform it is that they most enjoy. So if they happen to be the one that's doing the social media marketing um, and posting for their practice and they love Instagram, they're probably going to spend all their time on Instagram and may ignore some of the other um, important platforms. And that's okay because they're doing what they love. But in general, if a practice came to me and said, you know, we're just getting started or we, we want to revamp or make sure we're using our resources in the best place, where should we be spending our time? And it's usually always going to be Facebook, um, Instagram, and then you can also post content to Google business profiles. And most practices are not doing that. Um, a lot of dentists and team members don't really know that you can post content there. And even though it's not a social media platform, you should still be posting content there. So those are the biggies. And then LinkedIn um, is another one, a company page that's important to have. So I didn't even know about the Google Media platform. I, yeah, it's, I've got, um, you know, of course I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> 
Yeah, Google business um, profiles, that's where your Google map and reviews live. So um, it recently changed the name from Google My Business to Google Business. And so there's a place on your profile where you can, you know, post content. And it's really important to post content there frequently. Every seven days, Google will archive your content. And so you want to make sure that you're posting content there on a consistent basis. More and more people are using Google Maps to search for local businesses. And so when you have updates that show up in that profile, those are more likely, um, you know, to capture people's attention and get them interested in seeing what your practice has to offer. So let me ask you this. So going back, backing up a little bit, you had said, um, you know, we're talking about posting. So are you suggesting that where a practice or a should post is where they're most comfortable? Or do you recommend saying, hey, you know, you're in dentistry, you should be on Instagram or is it, you know, where, where are we with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely recommend that they be posting to, if they want to do the most that they can with their resources that they have available and they want to get the word out about their practice for marketing purposes and just also to make sure that they're visible and that they look current, Facebook, Instagram are really important. Um, and then you should be posting content also to Google business. But what we do see a lot are dentists that have, you know, a favorite profile and they'll just gravitate towards that profile. So years ago, it might've been someone really loved Twitter or they loved Facebook and then they wouldn't really want to step outside of, of that zone more and more. So what I'm seeing today are younger dentists and they've grown up with Instagram. They really love that platform and they don't necessarily know how to um, use Facebook or really understand how that works. But we still have a tremendous uh, number of people in the U.S. that are using Facebook, um, you know, and it's sometimes has become known as a place for more mature people to spend their time, you know, on social media, doing all the things, but we've also got younger people that are joining, you know, that have joined groups and are still spending a lot of time there. So Facebook's still the most powerful social media platform on the planet. How do you, how do they, and I know it's super complicated and, you know, it's far more complicated than we can get into, but, you know, analytics is automated analytics. And you said you have to change your message every seven days. Is that across all platforms? And I mean, you have to constantly post content every day, every week, every month. What are you suggesting? Mm -hmm. And that um, is unique. That content being archived every seven days is unique to Google business. Um, so for the other social media platforms, it's going to live on your, your page. So on Facebook, your content that you've posted, you know, yesterday or five or 10 years ago is going to be on your page and Instagram, they call it a grid. So your Instagram account is going to, you know, house all of your content there that you can peruse in one place. Um, Google business profiles are different. Um, it will archive the content and people will just have to click another button to go and see all of your post updates there. And for those that aren't familiar, I mean, Instagram has post and story, right? So the story doesn't seem to stay around. Is that true? Exactly. Every 24 hours, those are going to disappear unless you have a special story that you want to keep. You can save it as a highlight. 
they're called. And so this is something I'm glad that you asked that question and brought that up because I hope that um, the dentists that are listening all have highlights on their Instagram. And those are um, a section of little circle icons that you would see underneath your bio on Instagram. And that's a great place where you can spend some time putting that most important information about your practice. It might be an office tour or meet the team or you know, if you're wanting to promote special procedures like dental implants or clear aligner therapy or any specific procedures that you want to be known for, maybe a just for fun section even, you can save highlights from your stories that would show up there. And it just gives people that are considering your practice, um, you know, a place to go and get more information about you or maybe even an existing patient who's, you know, checking out your Instagram. <laughs> that's really good stuff because you know when i first started using those kind of platforms it was a little complicated and cumbersome if you were or clumsy trying to figure out how to manage all that kind of stuff and um, so i think you know maybe a, a professional would be the better way to go about it but for somebody that would want to learn more about how they could do that tutorials youtube i mean where are we going there mm-hmm yeah, you know, I think there are so many places that you can go and get information about so many different topics these days. I think um, making sure that you're getting dental specific guidance is really important because there are some tips and techniques that people might share that are generalists that would apply, you know, to a hair salon or a memory care place or some other type of business uh, realtors that don't necessarily apply to dentistry. So I would look for, you know, dental specific expertise. And I think if I had one tip, one tool that every dentist should be using to make their lives easier when it comes to social media management um, and content management, it's a content calendar, an online content calendar and a scheduling tool in one. Um, because you start using all of these different options on apps, you know, and on your phone and your team's helping out on the desktop, you know, in the office, and it can just be so time consuming and very unorganized and scattered. And you can really save yourself a lot of time and get a lot better results if you're using an online um, content calendar and a scheduling tool. Oh my gosh, that's great advice because, you know, if you think about it, if you've got a lot of contacts on any one of these LinkedIn, Instagram, you could literally spend hours just going through and reading content and liking and all. I mean, it's a daunting task. Yeah, they're, they're rabbit holes for sure, too. You go on and you're like, I'm just going to make this one post. And then before you know it, you know, 20 minutes has passed or 40 minutes has passed and you're like, what was I doing on here? You know, and that's what social media platforms were created for is to lure you in and get you to spend time there. And you do want to spend time there checking out your content, you know, comments and responding to comments and interacting and engaging with other local businesses or your, your patients, your followers. But you really want to make sure that if you're doing social media marketing or you know sharing content on behalf of your practice that you set up a system for it just like you have with all of these other different tasks and aspects of business in your practice and have systems and processes in place for your social media great advice so i mentioned a minute ago likes so how important is it to 
have a number of followers, you know, a large number of followers. I mean, obviously it's important for, um, for reaching out to people, but does that impact the analytics and how your message is sent forward? Mm -hmm. There's quite a few different um, components that these social media platforms look at to determine how, how legit you are is one way of saying it, you know, how, um, legitimate are you? How credible are you? How interesting are you? And there's a number of different components. And one of those components is, you know, do you have activity on your um, page, on your account? Are you continuing to get new followers? So we used to say, you know, we want to get people to like your Facebook page, but now it's all really generally called followers. You want to get followers on Facebook and followers on Instagram and you want to make sure that your account is growing on a consistent basis. Um, so I think that, that that's still important. And then there's a number of other things that the social media channels are going to look at to determine how beneficial it's going to be for them to share your content, how interesting you know, or credible you are. So when you say, you know, when we talk about posting, you know, what's the right balance or what should we be posting? Should it be fun stuff, dental stuff, clinical stuff? You know, should you go back and forth? What makes us the most interesting, I guess? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a good, um, a good consistent stack that we can look at or, or theory. And that's that 80, 20 um, theory of, you know, 80% of your content should be more social in nature. And 20% of that content could be a little bit more salesy or practice building. And we've been using that model for years and the same applies today. Um, so the social type of content doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to apply to dentistry. So we might be sharing, you know, five fun facts about Dr. George that you never knew, or um, it might be something that has to do with um, maybe it's a reel showing, you know, behind the scenes of your practice. And so that can be more social in nature, but the 20% that's practice building might be, you know, reminding patients that their insurance benefits are expiring at the end of the year, or it might be um, a special that you're running about clear or therapy, or it might be you know, just letting patients know that you're accepting new patients. And um, so there are posts that are a little bit more geared towards practice building topics. Um, and those are really important because if you post about dental implants, for exa example, you're probably not going to get, you know, dozens of likes or comments even about that, that dental implant post because people may not want their friends or family to know that they need to have implants done, but you still need to have it in your content mix because otherwise people who need that treatment, sometimes even your own patients may not know that you offer that type of treatment. So um, there's a good mix of that, you know, content and 80, 20 is an easy way to remember that. I think we all have, as dentists have had that where we've had a patient that has at one point or another has gone somewhere for something else and said, well, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. So yeah, it's really important. It's really important to to put that message out there. So what about advertising and sponsored kind of, is it worth it? Should we be doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of different ways that you can go about it. And there's, you know, one side of the coin is boosting posts. So that's paying Facebook or Instagram 
you know, probably $10 a day is the minimum you can get away with. I used to say $5 a day, you know, but now we've got inflation everywhere, including social media. So 10 bucks a day is what it's going to cost you if you want to make sure that your boost, um, you know, is effective. And so a boost is just paying Facebook or Instagram for you to get your content shared to a larger audience. So your content's only shared with a small percentage of people that follow you. That's just the way it works because there's so much content that's out there. Um, if you pay, your content will be shown to more people on Facebook and Instagram and or for a longer period of time. So your post is going to have a longer shelf life if you boost it. Um, and I recommend that you do boost your posts at least three times a month. So when you think about it, that's like 30 bucks. If you were going to boost a post for a day, that's nothing. Um, so very, very, very affordable to do that. And then the other side of the coin, you have um, advertising where you can, you know, invest more into ads that are going to produce more sort of direct advertising type of results for you. And this is a fine art. You'll want to work with an agency that has a lot of experience doing either Google AdWords, you know, type of advertising or social media ads that are built and created specifically to get a direct response. So what is it? So it, Sometimes I'll see on social media where on the top it says sponsored. So boosted mm -hmm. and sponsored, like uh, the boosted posts don't have that? They yeah. do, actually. Your boosted posts are going to say exactly that, sponsored. Um, it'll say that it's a sponsored post. And does that tend to make a difference with the audience, whether it's a sponsored post or not, that little label? It might for some people, but, um, you know, what we tell the teams that we work with is to also boost a variety of different topics. If you keep hammering your audience, you know, three times a month over and over again about dental implants, they might say, okay, well, I've already seen you enough, even though I like you and you're my dentist, you know, um, that might be too much. So you want to mix it up every once in a while. And if you know of a post that's going to get a good response, then put a boost on it to just, it might be a more social topic. And here's an example. Um, you know, July is National Ice Cream Month. And um, that's something we've got some teams every year in July, they'll do some sort of a little fun giveaway for National Ice Cream Month. And it might say, you know, um, Dr. Smith's favorite flavor is whatever, chocolate chip, you know, what's your favorite flavor? And we just might surprise someone with a $10 gift card to whatever your local ice cream shop is. Um, so if you throw a boost on that, um, your patients are going to have a lot of fun with that. Some of our team members, they do it year after year and they'll get, you know, 100, 300 comments from patients and different people in the community having fun with it in that way. So, um, you know, you don't just want to boost your salesy type promotions all the time. You can just boost some different topics that you think might be fun. Maybe you've just been voted the best dentist in your town. You could throw a boost on that or, you know, could be a variety of different things. Might be National Love Your Pet Day and it's going to be a picture of you and your pet and you throw a boost on it just for fun. So you just want to mix it up and keep it, you know, social, and then slide in those businessy practice building topics too. 
So what are some tips, you know, I know a lot of followers, you know, in the dental community, we follow each other and things like that. What are some tips you can get to have your, you know, actual, actual patients or the general public follow you? Mm -hmm. Well, I think um, we don't want to forget about that content calendar and the scheduling tool. So I want to mention that throughout because that's the one piece that's going to keep you from going crazy <laughs> because it can all just be overwhelming because there's so many new tools and tips and bells and whistles. And the one thing that keeps you sane, organized and effective is that content calendar and scheduling tool. So that's really the most important piece. And um, what was your question again? How we can sort of engage the general public, if you oh, would, yes. to become followers and our own patients, as opposed to like my colleague down the street. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think um, there's actually a specific campaign that we recommend for that. And it might be the ice cream giveaway that I mentioned. Um, but there's a few pieces that you can you can add in there that are really going to help any promotion that you're doing, any kind of traffic that you want to drive to your social media. And it's tying in that email or text communication that you're hopefully um, doing with your patients. So if you put a mention in your email newsletter to your patients or an email update um, or a text update, just letting patients know that you have this giveaway that you're doing. Um, and that they should, you know, follow you on your social media to learn what that's about. You can do that. Um, the other thing that's really effective is offering some sort of a goodie or an incentive while patients are in their in your practice. Um, you always want to make sure that you're following whatever your local dental board guidelines are. I know some dental board guidelines are. Uh, more restrictive, but in general, most practices can get away with offering something, you know, some sort of a special goodie for your patients. So when they come into your practice, you can say, you know, hey, uh, if you're not already following us on social media, we're offering a special goodie right now for our patients that are following us there. And that might be anything like an organic lip balm, you know, and I say organic lip balm because we want it to be something unique and different rather than the standard things that you've been giving away. Like your patient's probably not going to follow you just to get like a toothbrush that you've been giving away for the last five years. So you want to make it special and unique. It might be um, a coffee gift card to a local, local coffee shop. Or it might be a printed um, recyclable grocery bag that um, patients can use. So think of something that's fun. Have your team brainstorm with you because if they feel good about giving away that gift, then they're more likely to want to have that conversation with a patient. But you can use incentives to get people to follow you. And then there's a bunch of other things that you can do organically um, through social media as well. Great advice. And, you know, that kind of falls in line with reviews because they're so important, but so many people have a problem with asking for a review. I mean, give us some advice along those lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, it's really important that you keep up with consistent reviews so that when people visit your reviews, and that, by the way, is the number one um, thing that I continue to hear Dentists say, you know, the patient comes in and says, I came because of your reviews or a specialist, you know, will say, I came because of your reviews. So you want to keep those reviews up and make sure that they're, um, you know, ongoing and current. And so I think 
a lot of the different options that are available where you can just text a patient the, the day of their appointment um, or send them a reminder through email and ask them to share a review with you is still effective. Um, the other thing that some of our team members have done is just said, you know, as the patient's checking out, how did we do today? And if the patient says, you know, awesome, you guys are so great. You always take such good care of me. Just say, you know, well, I'm going to be sure and let Dr. Smith know. And, um, you know, by the way, if you wouldn't mind, you know, sharing your comments with us on whatever that social media channel is or on Google, if that's where you're promoting your reviews, you can ask the patient if they wouldn't mind sharing it there and just say, well, I'll put a mention out to Dr. Smith and let them know. I, I know they're going to be excited to see your comments when they show up. So you're kind of planting a seed with the patient that you're going to let someone know that there's a compliment coming for them or a shout out. And then the patient is kind of like, oh, I better make sure that I go and like leave that review because they're going to be looking out for it. So what about the so so what about the person who really doesn't have a social media presence? I mean, where do they start? What's the first thing you think they should do? Mm -hmm. The first thing um, that they need to do before they do anything else is to get some photos or video snippets. And um, you know why is that? And we literally have told some dentists that wanted to work with us that you have to get these photos or video. Um, before we'll even start your platform, because what we've seen over the years is that nobody wants to see stock photos anymore. Um, we literally have something that happens in seconds within our brains that lets us know if this, you know, if this image that they're seeing on social media, and it's all about images, whether it's a still photo or video, is worth our time, or if we're just going to keep scrolling. So um, some teams, they'll get on social media and they'll, they'll start posting or they'll use a lot of prepared graphics. I mean, we all have to rely on that once in a while, but what your patients really want to see and really if anyone that's going to be a follower wants to see is you. They want to see what you and your team look like. They want to see, you know, what you sound like. So that video is becoming more and more important. And so the number one thing that you need to have if you're just getting started is, is some good um, imagery or video. Yeah, that's so important. And uh, we had, we had Fred Joyle on the, on the program and he spoke oh. about his new endeavor, which is video reviews, which was so amazing. Yeah. And that's, that's the next level, right? That's where we're going with this whole thing. Yes. For sure. So we talked about a lot of really good stuff here and you gave us so much good advice. Now I know you, you actually um, uh, consult along these lines. So tell us a little bit about your, you know, your services and how that works and, and can people call you and get help more personalized help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I recommend um, they visit us at connect90.com. That really has um escalated so much in the past year few years Dennis coming to us saying you know we've been trained and we know what we need to do but we're still struggling we don't have time or we have a new team member or we're short a team member and we need we need systems we need tools and just a little bit of support but we also want something that's affordable and you know that we can utilize on a month-to-month -month basis it's not going to lock us into a long-term relationship so that's why we created that program um so that's the first thing to look at 
if you're looking for assistance, just you need an hour or two of, um, you just want someone to kind of answer some questions for you about some specific challenges, or maybe you want some hands-on instruction for something. Reels is, um, you know, Instagram's version of TikTok. We can thank TikTok for that big rise in video content. And a lot of team members are looking for you know, just some hand-holding for, you know, an hour on how, how do you do this? Or, you know, what are ways that we can maximize our visibility and um, what are the different tools we could be using? So then they can contact myself um, or one of my team members for some assistance with that. So you have a full range then. So, so um, I, I, I want to say that you have a service where I, for instance, could create my content and you'll help me put it on. But do you also have something where you create the bulk of the content and just it's sort of a turnkey? Mm -hmm. Well, we generally have um, our Connect 90 program, which is built specifically for dentists. Um, although I have to say we've got more and more specialists that are coming to us and they're like, we know it's built for dentists, but we kind of want to be on this too. So we'll just make it work and adapt it. To work but it was built specifically for dentists and we do also have a custom service where we'll do everything for the dentist um write you know custom created content for them and then we really hold their hand through here's the photos that we need or here's how to get the video captured that we need and we do all of the um posting and the boosting and everything for them um, so it's the most bespoke, you know, really concierge level service that we have. Um, but like I said, I think what most team members really want today is they just have someone in the office that's getting the photos or getting the video and they just need some help with, you know, professionally written captions and that online content calendar and scheduling tool. So usually they're going to need one or the other, and you can reach out and we can have a conversation, which you can just book online, um, just like your patients want to book online. I know a lot of our dentists are, you know, looking for marketing help or trying to figure out what they need to do on, you know, Friday evenings or on a Sunday afternoon or heaven forbid a holiday or whatever. So you can always just book an appointment with me online. So that's a great first step. And then you can kind of guide people to where the best service you know, would be for them. But I mean, like I said earlier, it takes so much time. I mean, I, personally, I just don't have the time to, <laughs> to compete if you would, because there are so many people out there that are, that are just relentless posters and, and things like that. And, and I think this is such a tremendous service for a lot of people, especially if you can pick sort of the level of where you want to be on. That's really good stuff. Um, let me ask this, where can we get your book? That's a great book. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, you can just purchase it on Amazon, get it delivered right to your doorstep. Good stuff. And your consulting, of course, is, is virtual. It's Zoom. So the, is it like a calendar, calendar, a hard time pronouncing that invite and you go on there and then it's, it's all Zoom virtual. Do you go, do you go to offices to do this or how does mm -hmm. it work? No, everything's virtual. And, you know, you might find this interesting. We've been virtual, my team and I, for 10 years now. So even before COVID, when COVID hit, we were like, this is basically every day how we work. So since um, Facebook pages were released, we've been working virtually. 
with um, with teams. So that's right up our alley. The difference was when COVID hit, everyone wanted to do Zoom meetings. So we're like, okay, we're not doing the phone stuff anymore. We literally, you know, do have to get out of our pajamas and make sure that we have our hairs done and things like that. Um, but we've been working virtually with teams across the country. We have some clients in Australia um, and Canada as well. Wow, that's great stuff. So we're almost out of time, but so let's leave with this. So what is the what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making? Mm -hmm. The biggest don't do that, if you would. Yeah, thank you for asking. I think, you know, um, I try and say don't do this and do this because you know, you can try so many different things with social media. And I always say never say never because things change so often on social media. But the biggest thing that I would say, you know, to avoid a couple of things, one is over posting. Don't feel like you have to post every day. In fact, you might just be creating more noise and that social media platform is going to say no one's really interested in engaging with your content. So we're going to show it even less. So if you're not getting any response on your content, something's got to give and we can certainly help you with that but don't feel like you have to do it every day twice a week is what the instagram leadership has even said two feed posts per week is plenty and then you can add on additional stories or reels you know from there um, and the other big no-no is not to rely on stock and prepared graphics because your patients want to see you and your team and you can make it easy on yourself by just hiring a photographer or having your team member that, you know, loves to take pictures that we've all got that professional um, camera in our back pocket. That's our, our iPhone. And they can just set up a day where everyone comes in camera ready. Just say, we're just going to have 15 minutes after our huddle on this day come in camera ready and we're just going to take some candid photos around the office. And then you've got pictures that you can use moving forward or take video snippets. You don't even have to have your perfect hair or feel like everything has to be perfect when you're taking a two or three second video snippet. And that's all it takes today um, to be successful with your content. Oh my gosh, that's great advice. I really love that. That's good stuff. Um, so if you don't mind, share your contact information one more time for us. How can the folks get a hold of you and, and share your website again, please? The best place to reach me um, directly and book online is through connect90.com or you can visit ritazamora.com. Really good stuff. Thank you so much, Rita. That was really, uh, really enlightening. Good stuff. Always good. Social media is so important. Reviews and all that kind of stuff. Really, uh, really appreciate you coming on the program. Thank you so much. We'd also like to thank our producer, Kristen Gober, Communications Director for the AGD. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe to our channel. And you can always find us on the AGD app, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or suggestions, contact us at news at AGD.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.